0: Yes, yes, yes. We are here. Fresh off of a very mediocre deck of mile. The reigning champ, Ryan Kent, fresh off of an even worse deck of fit. It's Rich Ryan. What's going on? My guy, you, what's happening?
1: You did not live up to our theme song this weekend. You did not bring the pain.
0: You did not go the hardest. I would disagree. The (laughs) pain was certainly present. I went hard for as long as I could, and then my body's like, hey, you think you can do this stuff? You're wrong. I said, correct. Well,
1: I'm going to take a sip of this wine real quick.
0: A little celebratory vino for your matching your 1812 or whatever.
1: Well, we got some leftovers from camp, and Uh, Luca Luca dropped it off for me at uh, Manic
0: today. So I've got a couple bottles of wine. Go ahead. Nice. Say what you're going to say. I'm going to say also he dropped off some stuff from camp that is mine, not yours. I'm just reminding you. You'll get it. That is mine. You'll get it eventually. Is this yours too? This water bottle? (laughs) I left so much stuff up at Lucas. I was just like, I got to get out of here. I got it. My car's too small to take anything. So a water bottle couldn't make it. And we've got our uh, hybrid
1: racing fantasy football draft here. Pretty much. Right after this podcast, so I'm I'm doing a little bit of pre gaming. Nice, right now.
0: Not 40 make sure hands? I make.
1: We're not going that big. We're not going like you a couple of weeks I'm, ago. I'm also toast. I couldn't do it.
0: I so was just back in the home area. Got my bird's hat on. You had.
1: I, I was I was gonna mention I was gonna bring that up, but you just I mean that's a terrible looking
0: hat. It is as fresh as it can be. Dad hat. That's we are of that it's, age, man. It's a dad hat for sure. <laughs> I like technically I believe I believe that's like the technical term is dad hat. We're of that age where dad hats, you are a dad, you haven't gone the dad hat route. Young cool guy hats ain't it for me. The flat brims do not look that great. I I'm man. I'm I'm holding on, dude. I'm I'm holding on to the snapbacks for as long as I can. Yeah. No, I, I I was rocking that uh the uh power lift snapback yesterday, and that was working that was working for me okay. But I was after the after the doubles, Riker, Dylan and Bubbles and I, we went over to P.J. It's like a kind of like a, a small chain in greater Philadelphia area. And they had Yingling on draft. I was like, give me one of the- in the, in the Northeast, Lord, no. in the Northeast, you have Yingling in Virginia, right? Mm-hmm. Cause it's not, is that don't not a thing it. out here? No, it's, it's just East coast. I mean, it, it's just expanded South to where you were probably by the time you were of drinking age, but it, hmm. it was very regional and it was like a brewery that actually survived prohibition. So it's the longest brewer It's the oldest brewery in America. The beer it's itself is cool. like, it's pretty like, okay. It is an okay product. It's like an Amber lager, which is like a, a good product, but not like my absolute favorite. But if you well, order it, I'm gonna fin- I'm 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 finish that. If you order it in Pennsylvania, you could just say a lager. There could be like 20 lagers on draft. But if you say lager, you get it. Like, know, they oh, you know. To eat, right? mm-hmm.
1: I was just gonna say at at that point you're willing to drink anything,
0: anything to to uh, kill the pain, kill <laughs> <laughs> the physical pain. It's like okay. I'm a little <laughs> beat up today. The emotional, the emotional pain. I was I was actually fine. I was actually fine. I talked to you a little bit after. I I well, didn't. I wasn't feeling too bad. Though. I mean, do that. It just it's the nature of racing. It's it's
1: the nature of putting yourself out there. You know, like not everyone's going to go and win every single race every single time you you line up to a start line. You know, I'm I'm honestly thankful that I don't win because I tend to get fired up more when I lose. So I mean, obviously the you had the target on your back going into it and I mean, we're clearly getting right into the the nuts and bolts of this thing here, but we're going in. The defending champ coming out for his first race of the season and a total letdown <laughs>
0: <laughs> that i'm sitting is- here
1: i set my alarm for 5 45 because it, it came on at six colorado time i got my cup of coffee i'm sitting on the couch with my laptop just in the pitch dark just like yeah my boy's about to do work and he did for about six minutes three stations i was it was it was it was very reminiscent of your
0: West Palm
1: race, honestly,
0: It was almost identical. I went back and and did the splits. You know how we'll do; we'll kind of watch the live feed to kind of grab the runs, and mm-hmm. so I did that, and it was almost identical. It was it was actually my worst running ever in a deck of it You were pretty slow, dude. It was like yeah. eight, 1840 Yes, and like at worlds, I was like sixteen fifty nine. So like yeah. everything was like one fifty ones were kind of like the average, and at worlds it was like one forty. Or something like that. From my perspective, it looked like you
1: overextended pretty early on on the row. Yeah. Not by much, not by much, but a few seconds. It's crazy to think, but a few seconds can really kind of tip you over the edge. The difference between like a 137, 138 pace to like 142 to 143 is like astronomical. I mean, that's the difference in feeling comfortable and then feeling like you're pressing a little bit.
0: So yes, I feel that the, I did kind of get after it a little bit on the stations. And I think that's where I kind of blew myself up the row. And I mean, all of them, all four (laughs) that I hit hard in the the first four stations were probably a little bit too aggressive. So I didn't really like take my time to ease into it the way that I thought it like the runs felt pretty comfortable and they weren't that fast when I went back and looked at it. So it wasn't that, I don't think it was a run that killed me. It was this. I went a little bit too hard on the stations, and my running just wasn't very strong. So Dylan was just kind of reeling me back in, and like I was feeling okay, and I, I wanted to be a little bit more aggressive on the stations, but I should have just like I should have done the Magida, just hung out, chilled, and like picked the spot. But I don't know. We, we we talked beforehand that somebody
1: we thought somebody would go out hard, and no one did, and you kind of just found yourself in the front, yeah. just kind of setting setting the pace, you know. And that honestly could have been to your detriment. Really,
0: you good? Yeah. Now this dog. We're having dog issues today. Yeah. All the it, dog, all the dog owners out there will understand. they Will understand. Yeah, it, it was probably a bit of a bit to my detriment, but I don't know if I would have gone easier on the stations, even if I was so, not leading the runs.
1: You need to keep into consideration when doing. Each DECA is is what are you spending the most time doing, right? And in DECA Strong, obviously, it's just the stations. In DECA Mile, it's two-thirds stations, one-third running. And then it's the inverse on DECA Fit. It's two-thirds running, one-third station. So what, in theory, like what should you be trying to maximize your time doing in DECA Fit? It's the running, yeah, you know, if you lose a few seconds, and it's something I'm trying to teach myself um, to get to get faster in Deca Fit. Not talking about Deca Mile, but Deca Fit. I need to slow down my stations just slightly to be able to maximize my run more because that's what I'm spending the most time doing. Mm-hmm. So, like, even if it's slowing down three seconds on the lunges and five seconds on the row, and then I'm able to make up that plus additional seconds on the run. Then, like, that's how you have to run it. There's no, I'm starting to realize there's really no reason to really try to capitalize on the stations and DECA fit because that's not what you're spending the most time doing. It can blow you
0: up. And it that's can blow you up. In the past, last year, I mean, my, and that's, that was another issue with this. And I, I really don't like to blend the two, like, high rocks and DECA seasons together. I like them to be a little more isolated and it's going to put me in a bit of a pickle this year it seems like and it really put me in a pickle last year for for High Rocks. So, I might have to do that a little bit more, but so my last race was Atlantic City and that was November. It's August now. So I was going my my closest reference for a race was the best one I've ever had where I was able to hit the stations basically at almost the same pace that I would do a strong in, right? And still be able to run just cuz my my specific fitness was so high and we talked last week like my general fitness i think is better <laughs> is as good or better and i thought and I, and I needed to be reminded that i need to be specific man i can't i can't just like turn the switch and be like okay here i am i'm here to do well and that's probably why i'm no good at. i'm not gonna do goofy games ever because i'm just like this is i'm not gonna i need to practice <laughs> i need to practice first and i didn't really practice for this and. uh I just kind of went off my last race, which was a way too long ago. So the feeling wasn't. It, it was a long time ago. I'm just the part that
1: I'm, I think back to when I did Deca Fit NorCal in April. I was full on in high rocks training at that moment in time. I think I did one or two just kind of Deca, Deca like emoms just to get myself familiar with doing like box jump step overs again. But the majority of my training going into that race was all, um, high rocks, tons of threshold, not a lot of super spicy track intervals or anything like that. And I felt as long as I didn't really go into that, that acidity, um, early in the race, like I was fine. You know, I, I I was, I wasn't able to really kind of punch it like I normally would in a deck of fit because I hadn't been training it. But I felt like when I was done with the Ram burpees at the end, I could have continued on with like, another 500 like after that my stay power was just in a really good place so even though i wasn't training for deca there was still some 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 carryover into that so that, i guess to me that's a little surprising that none of the high rocks work that you've been doing seemed to really carry over but i guess if you if you don't pace it right it doesn't really
0: matter yeah you pop you pop and that's and i feel like i was able like one thing that i haven't preparing for for high rocks is trying to overextend an effort and then be able to, to, to bring it back, to bring it back down and basically recover while still moving at a fairly high rate. In DECA, the intensity is so high that when you go over a cliff, it, it really drops off. Like we're in high rocks. Usually it's like muscular, right? Like there's like, like cramping that will completely stop somebody. Or if they just really mismanaged the race, and they're just, like, out of juice. Mm-hmm. This is, like, completely anaerobic to the point where you get shut down. So I reached that point, and then I was able to feel like I, I had some type of effort. Like, in, like, like, the second half of the sled and on the last two runs, I was able to bring it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I hit the loop that hard. Yeah, so, like, and that's one thing I'm actually pretty, pretty happy about to take away from this is, like, and things that I might not have done in the past, like, If things aren't going well in a race, sometimes mentally, I'll just, it like really hits me to like, and I don't, I'm not proud of that. Like where I'm just like, oh my God, this sucks. Right. And mentally everything kind of tips over. I had that maybe for like a, uh, a round and a half, like a run and a half. And then I was like, okay, well, this is the race I'm in now. So now Hmm. I have to race. I was like an eighth or ninth Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) and,
0: and, and, uh, I was able to to rally and finish fifth. So from nothing, I was like, that's, that's a win is to be able to to have a little bit of wherewithal, a little bit of perseverance instead of just being like, well, this race is a complete wash. I, dice fucked this up and now I just need to have it be over. So I for sure have- didn't.
1: I was like, dude, homie might not make top 10. Yeah. That was, that but-
0: you said like, oh, I think you're going to get last. <laughs> <laughs> did I say that? <laughs> someone, someone did tell me that you were the Matt Davis. Like, yeah, at had a point there. I thought you, I thought everybody was going to pass you. <laughs> I was like, geez, you, you brought up a good point though. Like, about
1: staying mentally strong because for me I'll I'll go ahead and tell you the biggest thing that can mentally defeat me um and I can't even believe I'm saying this publicly but it's like it's when I end up racing with people that I feel like are not even in my league you know, and it's, uh-huh. it's no disrespect to like some of the guys that, that you were racing with this weekend, but a, you were a little c- bit of disrespect. <laughs> no, no <laughs> disrespect. They're great athletes, but there's levels, there's levels. If I was in your position, it would have been really hard to just stay with it. Cause I would have been
0: like, dude, who the fuck are these chumps? Like what, <laughs> like, what what's going on here? And, uh, that that would happen to me in OCR a lot. I'd be like, oh my God. And then I would put all this weight on who I was as an athlete because of where I was in that moment. I'm like, oh my, I've been overestimating myself or, or, or sometimes I would search for something that could potentially go wrong. When we talked after race, you asked "That's like, oh, you think that workout was a little bit too spicy? I was like, no. And like, it wasn't hot in there. It wasn't like there was, and like i was sleeping fine. I shouldn't been tapered down. There was nothing wrong. Right. Except my strategy and like what? And how familiar I was with where the line was, I just didn't know. I thought I was under it, and I wasn't. And that's like the main thing that happened. There was, a, and a lot of times I will search for something like, "Oh, maybe this happened. Maybe I'm sick. Maybe this or that." Like in the race, you know, like trying to find something. And I didn't have that at all either. I was like, "Well," and so from that perspective, I'm. And that's like kind of character. like
1: uncharacteristic of you. Like you're yeah. normally so methodical and like smart in the way that you race.
0: So I think it was a little out of character for you to do something like this. I've raced bad plenty of times, many times I've raced poorly. I was overconfident. You now look. I hate to bring this up, but you've now only broken thirty one times. You better believe it. Didn't even. But he do skipped twenty nine. He skipped twenty nine. Skipped right over it. Never done. Never run twenty nine minutes in a deck of it. Shout out to our
1: guy Dylan though, who freaking. Showed out, ran a good race, and honestly, watching it from home, it it really almost mirrored the race that you ran at Deck of Worlds catching Ryland and I, almost at the same fucking spot, dude. Like, mm-hmm. right at the med ball sit-ups is when kind of, at least when you pass me, that was right when the momentum kind of shifted, and that's exactly what happened in this race. Like, he made a little pass on you going into the sit-ups, I think probably to kind of... Let you know, hey, I'm I'm here today, mm-hmm. and then coming out of sit ups, dude. It was just
0: I worked them sit ups though, and then I got I got out of there a couple of seconds ahead of them, and uh, and then I was over. <laughs> I was like, okay, oh, no. did you you did get out of sit ups first? And yeah. I hammered I hammered them. I got there and I was like th- this, and that was the real reference point from last time because the sit ups went I had the fastest sit ups, and I came out and I am at the fastest run of the day, and at uh, AC. I was like, okay, this is a place where I naturally recover. And I did a little bit of that, just that one real workout for training. And and I felt something similar, like a similar sensation. I was like, okay, this is a bit of a break. And I thought that like box step overs and the sit-ups, I'd have a bit of a break and get some momentum back. And I got out of the sit-ups like, whoa, (laughs) that's what actually put me over the edge. It's not good when you're uh, not able to recover at the station that you're counting on to
1: recover.
0: (laughs) I was thinking, yeah, because then Dylan passed me on the ski. He's a good skier. He's better. He's better than me on machines generally. And uh, if I, I think I, what I should have done after like farmers, I think I should have just stopped. I think I should have gave myself like twenty seconds to like walk, and I think my race would have went better. Bro, Do you think you're frozen. You hold homie. On to something like that. Do you think if you were like? All right, I'm gonna. I'm literally gonna break and walk here, and and I'm gonna run the next race that comes up. Like if I if I stopped, waited for Riker and Isaac Sanderson, who ran great first time running deca, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna run with these guys now. Like I feel like my perceived effort would have been felt easier because the running was a little slower. Those guys both ran about as fast as I did, maybe a little bit slower over the course of the five k. They just held on to their stations way better than I did. What do you think about that strategy? I think.
1: In theory, it makes a lot of sense because 30 seconds would be like a ton of recovery to lower lower your heart rate and try to regroup. But could you really kind of stoop to that level? I think just based on pride, I would feel embarrassed. <laughs> what if you did it on like the ski
0: and just did your ski at like 230 pace or something? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe turn it all the way down to like a zero and just like pull real light, yeah. Just take a thirty second loss on that station,
1: and then come you know, out feeling I'd,
0: good, dude. Thirty second walk, I'd feel. I think I would have been back, especially going into it because I didn't. If I would have <laughs> taken that, I think the assault bike would have gone better. And that's I, a pro- I, when that when that goes. Have you ever had that happen to you in a Deca? Like have the bike actually like slow you down? No. Yeah, you've had not, you've had some, for your boy. You've had some times where you get off the bike yeah
1: and it's like yeah Mm -hmm. but
0: like when you start struggling on the bike Mm -hmm. that's that's really not that's not it that's not where you want to be it looked like you you let the bike stop at
1: one point and i was thinking i'm like all right homie's done you let the bike come to a stop
0: and then you started cranking again i'm like what is he doing It was a, it was like a lactic tolerance. It was like a lactic takeover that I haven't been able to get myself to. I don't know since when it was like coming all the way up into my stomach and into like my chest where like nothing was able to move. And like my body was like, Hey, stop. (laughs) So I was like, all right, maybe for like a second or two. And yeah, that was really ugly. I think that was over like 120, where it should be closer to like one Oh five. Going back to
1: what you just said, what, yeah, what if you just pushed through, like, the skier, like, half the race pretty much, as hard as you could, and then took, like, a 30 second just <laughs> rest, and then started, started again. Two by decafit, two by half a decafit? Two fit. by, two by half decafits. I think it would be like, really Honestly, I, how many times, though, in, like, a uh, interval workout have you overextended on a rep, and then during the recovery you you were able to like regroup and and finish the workout like according to plan but you made a mistake yeah Yeah. it happens
0: all the time so i think it i mean i think it could work and that was where that was where the race got me right because you won't try it (laughs) i should have tried it i should have tried it that day but that the race got me in that point because dylan came off and i was like in my head i'm thinking i'm faster than dylan even though he was way faster than me yesterday and i was like let's see how this run goes (laughs) and it's just like I didn't I don't think I even saw him.
1: Yeah, it's not good when like you know that running like you're you're the best runner in the field and you're not even able to like use that as your weapon. Yeah. You know, like that's yeah, yeah that's got to be tough. <laughs>
0: Happens. Well, so, but now what, dude? So are we going are you going to Orlando? <sighs> so like they're we don't know exactly how they're doing it for Deca Worlds, but they're taking 20 people To qualify in basically every category, all the way from I don't know if teams or not, but like deca fit, age group, deca mile, age group, deca strong top 20 in every category qualifies for the world championships this year. And it's three different days, so I think they're just gonna expand, have some more heats. We would assume that there would be 10 in one heat and 10 in another. But what if the world champ was just like in that first heat? You know? Like, that seems fair. I'm not asking to be in the championship. Just put me in the first heat. Why not? You're gonna go in the slow heat? No, I'm put me in the fast heat. Grandfather me into the fast heat. Oh, nah, son, <laughs> you don't want that. Nah, I've already, dude. We've already talked about you living in the past. You're still, you're still living in the past. Last time there was a Decafit Championship. That's the most present. That's the most recent Decafit Championship. That's that's re-
1: That's right here. But that's- you've raced. You've raced since then, and it. You, and have, have looked, you haven't shown to be in the same type of fitness. Same pattern as last year.
0: That is true. We're okay. Actually a little bit slower this time. <laughs> <laughs> this is closer to like my Chicago time. So I'm a little bit behind, uh, which was July. So not that bad. We're all right. This was something. So I came out of this race feeling, you know, not awesome, but because it is a similar pattern and because I was able to prepare myself so well for world championships last year, I don't feel that bad about it. Last year's race still is making me feel okay about this one. (laughs) So, yeah, the The
1: reality is, man, is there is still over three months. Mm -hmm. There's like 13 weeks until the World Championships. If people are popping good times right now in any of the DECAs, like good for you. Mm -hmm. Like, can you sustain it for another three months? Because I know for me, like, my DECA fitness right now, is not even remotely close to what it's gonna be like in eight to 10 weeks or so. It's a big big training block, it's a huge training block. It's a huge training block. And that's why I'm like, I initially planned on going to Orlando in two weeks because I'm like, oh, I should probably like do one before Worlds again, just to remember what it feels like. But I'm like, I'm gonna forget what it feels like anyway, because it'll still be 11 weeks out or something like that. So, I could just do a simulation and training or something and get the same type of thing. Why would I spend money to go to Orlando
0: when I don't even really need to? And that was right. And that was like last year. There was that amount of time from West Palm to Worlds. Like it was about that long. It was,
1: huh? No, um, it was.
0: It was like Labor Day. It was was Labor Day. Was it in November or December? It was November. So it was a little bit shorter, actually. So it was well. No, it was about the same because I think it was Labor Day weekend mm. was West Palm, and then Worlds is two weeks later this year. Last year was the weekend before Thanksgiving, and this year it's the weekend after. And I think what I think the Florida race is like, yeah, mid September. So maybe like yeah, two weekends after. It's probably the, the exact same amount of time, just mm. like different, just like in different blocks. So I don't know, man. So I'm like sitting 10th in that list. Marcus Wallace has to go. He's the one that I'm thinking of.
1: No, you're you're in 11th now, right? Because there's, the there's a Riker. Nick Riker and there's a Nicholas Riker out Nicholas. there. He's gonna, I've, he's, ne- I've never seen them both in the same room at the same
0: time. He'll run 20, he'll run 20, oh no, no, 30, 28, all the way Every, through this all through. year. All the way through. <laughs> that, was, that was the thing. I kept Just to me. Nick Riker for being consistent. Consistent. That's what I was most worried about him and- um, coming into this race because I figured he has a jump to make, and oh well, Dylan obviously does too, but I just didn't know that it was. Now, this be, was a huge leap for yeah, for Dylan, um, in, for sure, in, in, in a DecaFit scenario. It's, it's really solid. Like shows that he can run fast, right? Like mm-hmm. I can, I know I can kind of write him off, and that's kind of kind of M O on that. It's like yeah, he can grind and grind and grind, but like how fast can he go? And this shows like pretty fast, pretty fast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, now it's <laughs> I'm sitting tenth. There should, could be a couple of people that pop up behind into that Orlando race, like I said Marcus has to go and I would imagine he's going to do right, like 30 like I think he can be as fast as Colin 30 30, 31 flat at worst. So somebody might put me down, but I don't really want I, I don't really want to travel to Orlando for this race, and I have Madrid the weekend after Orlando, and that's a race I really need to I need to do well in that race.
1: Well, like I told you yesterday, I did DecaFit Austin the week before I beat Hunter in Chicago mm. that year. So I think there's something to be said for doing something a little more intense the week prior to like a grindier, more effort. Yeah. But it's still like a ton of freaking travel, dude.
0: I know. That's the thing. Like a thing. Florida is not an easy trip from here. And I don't think I would go from Florida to Spain and be over there for like a full week. Like that doesn't sound Mm -hmm. like something I want to do and how expensive we're talking now. It's already expensive. So if I'm going to go over there, I don't want to have this like thought of, or potentially getting sick or, or anything. I think the idea of hitting a decafit is I, I, I understand the rationale and how it did work for you, but the travel just is like a lot. I mean, it just comes down to
1: whether or not you want to be in that fast heat. That's what I'm saying. Just put the,
0: put the ex champ. The former champ in there we'll veto that in a second nah we'll be we'll send it out to the fans what kind you're of story? year older bro you don't got it no mo come on man you're 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 falling off before i'm falling off if you think you're still hanging in there i'm still hanging in there we'll see i did have that thought though i was like man i wonder if, if i was I, like, if I was like if i was like 27 could i just like summon this ability to do stuff like like this or or is it strictly training I don't know I don't think it ha- I don't think age has too much to do with it I feel great I feel great
1: it's so funny though as you do start getting older like anything that pops up like it could be a nagging injury or a bad workout it's like is age finally catching up to me what's what's going on here <laughs> am i am I old
0: now I think that's what it's it, gonna be is like a chronic injury to something that's like takes months to get over and then like you get come back and it just happens again that's what I'm worried about, but right now I don't have anything like that we're good, we're good
1: dude we're fine we're good and i I think we've talked about this too like back in college, it's so easy to be like now like I'm just I'm sore all the time like I feel like shit all the time, but I kind of felt that way in college too
0: definitely I felt worse I remember training i'm gonna go ahead and call myself a hybrid athlete when I was training in uh when i was 24 years old like in a gym just getting trying to get swole but also running i was a hybrid athlete back then and i felt so bad you were, I was just, you were nick bear before nick bear i was him i was the one paving the way <sighs> okay and this is maybe this may have been pre-instagram for that matter but I remember feeling really, really bad at like age 24, 25 and thinking, how am I supposed to sustain anything like this? It's like, but I just wasn't taking care of myself. You know, I was just like doing the workouts and like hanging out, drinking, <laughs> like not really caring about how I sleep, how I was moving. I was just like going really hard in a, in a couple different ways. But I feel, I feel better now than I basically like have ever in college or college running. I always felt I was like one slip on ice from being like really hurt like walking up the stairs i had to be careful so i didn't like pull something you know
1: yeah dude freaking 80 mile weeks 90 mile weeks
0: yeah no doubt like that shit will grind you down so when I, asked you something, I was thinking i was thinking about this concept and i might do a solo episode on on this concept that i was uh thinking about on the plane ride home today it's a matter of uh like toughness like like mental and physical toughness and i kind of thinking like and it's always something i'm like searching for and like seeing how well i can i can how resilient i could be in terms of like toughness is and that and, like i would consider myself to be like a tough athlete but there's moments when it gets like really really nasty that i know other people will go and continue to go and if i'm not familiar with how it feels like it's hard for me to like be extremely tough in that one moment where I feel like I'm tough is that like I can go there over and over and over and over in training and do things that like people won't want to do to kind of build that tolerance, you know, so that when it comes like I'm able to sustain it longer or I'm just more familiar and I can just like kind of go a little bit harder in those moments. You know, I i lean on fitness for my toughness, I guess, more or less. Do you think those two things exist like that? Or do you think Like, and can you turn it on in those moments? What's the question? In a race, right? Or something you haven't, you're going to a place you haven't gone before in a competition. Is
1: that a, is that a learnable skill? Is that learnable? Absolutely. How?
0: You put yourself there in training. That's you what put mean. yourself I mean, there in races. I think those two things are different. I think if d- you do it in training, you're building tolerance for it. But I think there's some people that can just like the Prefontaine, like the Connor Mance, who will. Okay. Yeah, there is. I think to some degree, yeah, there there are going
1: to be people people out there who are just like born with the ability to to just suffer more than others.
0: But there's I think people who aren't, born. Of yeah, I think
1: there's something inside of them that is just, yeah. like – Normally, it's people who have just gone through a lot in their, in their lives and they have some sort of uh reference, in. reference point to yeah. like what hard actually is. So for somebody like you who grew up in a cushy, please, life, <laughs> please. you
0: never, you never experienced any struggle. So no wonder you give in. <laughs> That's one thing I was thinking about too. My environment growing up though was like, very blue collar like i had a great in like nuclear experience for sure but the external parts were like rough you know like i was around rough people and ex- and experienced things with those kind of people and that's the kind of environment that i was like externally and in sports and everything like that but like yeah there wasn't anything else that i had op- didn't opt into that now like ha- like has my wires mixed in a certain way that i need to prove something so hard when it comes into those moments. But I feel like I've been able to, I can facilitate it some in one way or another, but it's not like, but I have to, I have to like try to facilitate, right? It's just not there.
1: You remember when I went through the
0: selection like a while ago? Yeah, you showed, me, you showed me the pilot episode of Washington Dubai. It was great. That's right. That's right. Um, Didn't watch it. I would say
1: for a good, a good year or two after that experience, When it was fresh in my mind, I was able to tap into another level of just like mental strength because of what I endured through that experience. But now that time has like passed, I can't really rely on that to to kind of get me to that next level. I feel like as athletes, we're constantly searching for something to get us to be able to dig a little bit deeper, you know, and. You know, even today when I was doing that deck a mile with, with VJ, like going into it, obviously I'm like, okay, like I should be able to beat VJ like this, just do your thing. Um, but he was probably a little bit closer to me than he wa- than I wanted him to be going into like the ski erg. He was still... He's being aggressive. Yeah, he was aggressive. I I think he was just a few seconds behind me coming in and I was kind of like, not panicking, but like it's not a good feeling internally and then that can manifest into negative thoughts right. in your head but i was able to ski better than him and i i created some separation and then obviously we went into farmers and then my strength which is the assault and then the gap really extended there and my whole mindset totally shifted with <laughs> no, from, from nothing like, changed nothing changed yeah like it went from like oh my god am i like Am I, am I in jeopardy of like losing to VJ here? And then it was like, no, like you've got this completely under control. Right. So (laughs) it's, it's, it's pretty wild, dude. What, what the human mind can do and in positive ways and in negative ways as
0: well. Right. And I experienced, I had both, I, three things like that that happened. I experienced some confidence. I experienced some, some failure. And then I was able to have some resilience all in one race. But it sounds like you had to, to, to do that as well. Cause like, yeah, like you didn't change your pace at all. It's not like you dropped them. You just did your thing. And he was, yeah. run, and he was running a little bit better, more aggressive than he had previously. Right. It's like not indicative in your fitness at all, but it's like, man, am I not gonna, I should be up by a lot now.
1: <laughs> right? mm-hmm.
0: And that's, that's one thing when I like trying to always be about winning or losing that I feel is, uh is really tricky or having it be about a time, you know, where it's easier to have those negative thoughts when they're tied to something like that. Where really it's like we need to just do what we need to do right now, and and it doesn't it doesn't change anything. Those external those ex- external outcomes that are just numbers, more or less. It shouldn't change the effort, but they can. It can really easily if if like if I let it. I know that that's the case, and it happens to people all the time.
1: I mean, it's hard to go into a race saying like, I don't really care how this goes. You know, I've never been able to get to that place. I maybe would like to get to that place because it could make me race a little more free, -free, stress-free for sure. But I think deep down inside of my core, I'm just a competitor and I love to compete. And winning and losing does matter to me. And I don't know that I can ever let go of that it's 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 to my it's it's the reason i have become a champion and it's also the reason that like i'm stressed out a lot like (laughs) you know so it's it's a gift and a curse really yeah because you know it's awesome winning it's the best feeling in the world dude it's the (laughs) best
0: and i think i think for a long time where i struggled And you could probably you could probably relate to this quite a bit. Is like where like high school, like I won and I would win a lot. And if I didn't, it was like this huge indictment on who I was as a person. Like my identity took took the shape of a winner, quote unquote. Right, and I had a hard time in college because I was I I went right in and I didn't win. I hardly won in college. You know, it took a long, it took almost two like a year and a half to really wrap my head around. Like okay, like let's just do what we can here and not worry about where I am. And, and because that's not, that's not who I am. Right. It's something that I like to do. I like to win. It is fun. It is fun. The way that like, uh, I don't know what else, what else is fun besides winning? You tell me <laughs> it's fun. Like, yeah, I'm trying to be, I keep thinking these things that are fun, but they're also competition. It's fun. Like how, uh, <laughs> it's fun. How like cornhole is fun. Right. No, you can just throw those bags. It's kind of fun trying to get in, even if there's no score. Like it's just a fun thing to do, and I think that's okay. But to have that be as a, a motivator, but when it is like I need to win, or I'm a piece of shit, that's where that's where I've got myself into a lot of trouble.
1: I mean, it's something I'm I'm still battling with to this day. I I will say that when I met Sarah, and then when we had Basin. I was able to somehow like detach from that, like self-worth that I put on myself, like strictly with just racing. It's like, no, you, you're so much more than that. You know, like your kid is going to love you no matter what your wife is going to love you no matter what, before I had those things, it was, it was like, no one's even going to like me if I'm not good. Right. You know? So it's a work in progress and, I I wish I could sit up here and tell you like eventually I'll get there like one day. Um but I don't know that I I don't know that I will. You know, you're going like, to have to at some so, point. Well, or the, just be deeply Sarah sad. asked me this the other day. She was like how how uh I don't remember how we got on this topic, but um she was like how long do you think you'll still keep doing this for? And I was like, "Well, like honestly, I think I can keep doing this." At the level that I'm at for another five or six years, I think, and oh, then you're after the twelve, I'm on that TB12, bro. And he's out here, LeBron,
0: LeBron style.
1: And and then I was like, well, it's not that I would even have to quit after that because there there are age group divisions. The moment I can no longer compete as a as an elite, I will then transition into age group and treat that the exact same way I'm treating this it's like i'm 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 not ever going to have to like i don't i guess what i'm trying to say is i we're i'm trying to find a way to run from my identity but why should i try to run from who i am why not try to find a way to embrace it and like a more healthy type way because I think Sarah is honestly looking forward to the day that I'm just like
0: <laughs> <laughs> just be so dedicated <laughs> and
1: <laughs> training I'm all the time it's but it's like that's who I am man like it just is who I am and I love it and like sure I can go a week without training but then after that it's like dude I gotta go burn some energy mm. like I, I gotta run or go for a hike or lift some weights like something to keep me mentally like I, I'm the type of person who always has to be Striving for something to feel some sort of sense of accomplishment. I I thrive on accomplishment and through daily, even something as going for like a 30 minute run, I feel accomplished, you know? So I think,
0: go ahead. I was gonna say, well, fitness and wellness, that is something that is certainly gonna be a pillar in my life. Like, that's like one of, if I had like pick three to five main, pillars that hold that, that 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 do prop me up to the person i am like fitness and wellness is definitely going to be there you know and that's like no doubt but that that could be different than winning for sure you know maybe we gotta we'll go team we'll go teams before i think we'll, i want to go teams before we go age group me and you All right we'll do some Deal. team stuff okay Deal. <sighs> but yeah but it's 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 tough, especially as as we're aging a little bit and we're hanging on. But that, that piece of it is something I've i battled with a lot. And I'm, I'm 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 proud of myself after DECA, but for not being down on myself because I would have been real I was real down on myself after West Palm, the Chicago last year, I was down on myself. I've been uh I was pretty bummed out after Dallas, but or or, or no. Uh what was the the one we were in together? Anaheim. But that was for like different reasons. But Yeah, I think, you
1: know, and it's comforting knowing that you're fit, you know, like you could, all you have to do is look at your training that you've been doing lately and just be like, okay, like I'm, it's not like I'm not fit. Mm. I had a bad race. Like bad races are going to happen when you put yourself out there, you know? So that's, that's 10, that tends to be how I end up getting over a bad race is, is kind of getting right back to training. That always helps. Like, not just kind of dwelling on it for two or three days. Like, let me just go ahead and get right back into the swing of things. And then looking at my training log and being like, no, like, I had a great workout last Tuesday. Like, like, all the signs are pointing in a good direction. Like, sure, it didn't, it didn't come together on this day, but like, that happens. It happens in training, too, you know? So it's unfortunate that it happens on like a big stage like that, because, it's just a regional big, race. I ain't that big. It sometimes it can feel embarrassing, though, man.
0: A little like, bit,
1: a little bit. It's almost like you don't. You kind of want to scoot on out of there, get out of the venue before like anyone
0: starts being like, "Yo, what happened?" Dude? <laughs> it was like <laughs> it, it felt like people were gonna like kind of approach me like, "Is there like, oh, you know are you okay?" <laughs> and I was, I, I right after the race, I was kind of like, "Well, that sucked." <laughs> like, I don't. I, I wasn't, at, I overstepped and that's just what happens and that can happen to anybody. So it's a good thing you had that, that doubles race
1: or that relay with, with Meg. Cause I feel like that flipped your world upside down.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I, I would have been more bummed for sure, but I was still, I was okay. I promise. Shout out to Meg. You guys were like right on the time that me and you,
1: we did like 25 low, right? And in Chicago, um, 25, 20,
0: I think. I think, I think it may have been in the 25 forties.
1: Oh, so you guys were
0: right. On <laughs> we were hammering. I was, uh, tell me the strategy real quick. Basically the same thing we did. Only I was in your role and I didn't, I didn't wimp out. What are you talking about? Where did oh, I? Where, on, where, on the row? Oh, on the row? On the second station. I'm dying. I'm, I'm dying. broke. <laughs> um, we did that only, I, and I I ran because I think I ran the full 500 after the row for for you. Um, we split the ski. I think the same way. We could have split the ski. I think a little bit more, but we did 250s pretty much the full way until the assault bike. And uh, do you do the whole assault bike? I did the whole assault bike. What'd you get, dude? What'd you get? I didn't see the time. I was, I was, I, I was at like one ten, and kept That's it good. at like one oh one, and then it was like and by last okay, I was going, and like the last like five calories or so, I was like in like the upper mid nineties, mm-hmm. and I was like, and I was actually going like ah, well you're so, probably in the in sub thirty seconds. It was probably pretty close sure. to that. There were some monsters out there. I knew like like Magita and um, Eric Williams, his partner. They they sweat. They changed. They switched on the bike. On the bike, and they both ran. I don't like. I think it was just. Hey, I can hammer thirteen calories and be all right, which was in like like the same height, so it was kind of a good idea, I guess.
1: I guess if you get
0: it's still rolling as you're transitioning, it could be okay, like on and off. But bubbles is in there. He can be under twenty seconds. Matt Stankovich was out there, and he's just a monster. He rode one nineteen. So I, I got on that rower. <laughs> like, yeah, I was doing like 128. And at the end of the 500, it was taking over everywhere. I was feeling it in my arms. I was like, oh, this is not great. So I knew I had to go on that, but I was really not well after the salt bike. Didn't
1: you have the record prior to this weekend with Bridget? Yeah, it was me and Bridget. And what was the time with you two?
0: That was like 26, 30? We were like so you guys later.
1: smashed it then.
0: Yeah, we hammered it. We hammered it. It was fun because we had guys to chase. Like we were chasing Eric and and David. We were chasing Dylan, um, uh, Nick and um, and his partner AJ AJ Golik. I think his name is. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm I'm screwing up the last name, but I thought that that was our boy Nick Mask out there, dude. With the, I <laughs> with know the- <laughs> with, the, with the with the blonde, you never know what Nick Mask is going to roll out with. Uh. But they were we were racing them the whole time, so we had people to race. It was it was so fun, dude.
1: And you finished second overall. Yeah, right. And David David
0: beat you. Is that the yeah. team that beat yeah. you? Yeah, not by much though, right? They were like 25, 30, 25 20 high, maybe. Hmm. They were around. There was a point where I was like, all right, we're not gonna get. Like Eric was just really running fast. They were both running super fast, so it was hard to hard to reel them in. But how about a girl? Meg That's Dull? impressive, though. Yeah, she's a
1: beast, dude. I mean. Honestly, watching it, I was like she will run 30 seconds faster in Orlando in just a few weeks time off of no fitness gained, just off experience alone. Like I felt like she she raced fine, but there were definitely moments where I felt like just the unfamiliar f- just not being familiar with the event itself cost her a little bit. I like, um,
0: you, I like how you bailed out on that word. I so, bailed. I bailed I was like, I'm not <laughs> even. <doing it." laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to skip it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And just like dialing
1: in the pacing a little more, I think is like, that's all she needs to do. I mean, no one, dude, no one's going to freaking touch her, dude.
0: I'm looking at her, looking at her split. I mean, she was under a minute for the burpees. These splits are actually really good. I think, yeah, her run. I think her 5K, she can get her 5K down to close to 19 flat. I think so. I think. And like looking at her air bike, like that was an area when watching it, like Vivian's just good at it. So it seemed like Vivian took some time back from her on there and a little bit. It was like Vivian was 129 and Meg was 133. And I think, let me look it up real quick. I I don't think Tara was much faster than that, if faster than that at all. And Tara's usually, that's, that's where at world championships, Tara, Opened up, she was 153. (laughs) So, like, Meg at, and that's where it seemed like there was a a clear area to improve, and not really. I think Meg can go under
1: 32. Like, it's, and that's not even like overreaching, Mm. honestly. It's it's bad news for the rest of the field. I got to hand it to Vivian though, because she freaking. She raced so well. Like I said, I was dialed in on my couch watching watching these races and sometimes I don't always get to watch the female race because I'm like trying to recover after my own race. Right. So it was fun to like sit there and actually watch. I told Chris that this morning when she she showed up to the deca mile yeah, this yeah, morning. Yeah. <laughs> and I <laughs> so thought I was going to try to get on. And I was just like, dude, it was so fun like watching y'all race and yeah, Vivian just it 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 seemed like she was making. There were moments when she was kind of closing the gap, and then Meg would then extend it back. But it was a, a lot of cat and mouse the whole time. Um, and I'm
0: I'm super impressed with Vivian. She's no joke. I think I think her time would have been the fourth fastest Deca Fit time of all time, including Meg's. Like, I think Tara and Alondra were a little bit faster at Worlds last year, but I think by like 15 seconds or so separating her and Alondra. So Vivian's the real deal, man. Mm-hmm. It's good to see. She's from Pennsylvania. She went to UVA. We got connections to both of those things. She's a Wahoo. Litter, she's litter just litter like, in the water.
1: she's, she's one, she's just someone who has put in the work. Like she hasn't had some like fast track to success. Nope. Like it's been just a gradual incline in, in, in performance
0: you know she's not afraid to work no. She likes to work you know she's got a little bit of that like dylan scott like hey let's 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 do stuff i remember i remember talking to her she said how surprised because swimmers i mean they're they're not bound by like their musculature recovery for training it's all no impact mm-hmm. you know so she's she was kind of taken back by how little runners train because of like, that's how much we kind of have to train to be optimal because she's in the pool. So she's like, this is like really not that much training to me. <laughs> so she, she knows how to do work and it's paying off. She looked great out there for sure.
1: And then I think so too. Chris, I think Chris to-
0: third, right? It was
1: Chris and she ran well too. Dude, she ran so well. And, and it, it looked like there were times Alondra, was closing in on her, but Chris would shut the door on her. Anytime that Alondra would try to close that gap.
0: Yeah. So she it was she's, impressive. Yeah. She's right up in that mix. I'll put her as a six time behind Michaela. And uh, so she's, she's well in it. If Carly Wopat came out. She'd actually did really well too. Carly did well too.
1: She paced herself really nicely. Um, took, took advantage of her strengths. When when the time came, but she clearly from the get go was like, "I'm not even going to bother trying to run." Not with my Meg, game. yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to just do my thing, and I tip my hat to her because I think she ended up getting the best result that she could have gotten off of just like running her own race. I agree.
0: The women are out here;
1: they're the out women here,
0: man, are out here doing stuff. Yeah, I think I'm going to go to. I think I, I'm going to go to sweden i'm out i'm good i'm booking my flight let's see what they look like
1: okay so i'm happy you brought this up because i totally forgot about it but you texted me this earlier <laughs> and i was like let's talk this out on the show are you are, are you how serious are you you're not gonna bail from
0: deca i'm good i'm out nah no way deca's my jam man this is my people i had so much you're fun Mr. DECA fit, dude. When I say Deca, you say we had we had a, a hilarious start. It wasn't the typical like starter who does the whole like basic starting thing, the spiel thing. When I say Deca, you say fit. This guy was like about business. He's like, I'm not gonna do the whole speech, <laughs> but I'm gonna say. But when we do, I'm gonna do that the Deca fit thing. He's like, and then and then he, we're like, okay, great. And he steps back and goes, ready, set, go. <laughs> and we're like, okay, well, I guess we're not doing the Deca fit thing. I don't think we need that. I, I think it's all good but um just send us on our way just send us on our way just say go and he, he did that for us but nah man yesterday was so fun it was so great to be out with the community and like last week last year in atlantic city it was like such a fun weekend that no i'm not uh, there's no way i would miss it i mean i'll i mean if i have to race in the slow heat i'll take the podium in the slow heat it's no problem
1: that ain't gonna happen bro it could happen
0: dylan magita
1: uh vj they might have something to say about that yeah rylan
0: if he's healthy for sure we'll see if he's well there we go if he's not healthy i'll be the 11th seed bump me up put me in the i'm gonna send a petition out put me just put me in i think that's like i think some rowers out there just put me in
1: you like to be that coming in as like the dark horse
0: I you can't say handle the like. pressure of being the favorite. I'm, I'm starting to realize this. I wouldn't say I like it. I've I feel fine if I'm going in without having to worry if I'm going to be able to race or not. That's something I don't necessarily love. But for that reason, like last year, Decafit did, like as as silly as it sounds, like being hyper focused on Decafit kind of ruined my High Rock season. You know, even though it was so far away, and and if I don't make this Chicago race. My season might be over before it even starts. One twenty so, you know, sled pushes in Melbourne. One twenty. We're looking for sub sixty seconds in Dubai. baby. we might get that. We might get that. They were out uh, there doing like five and a half laps, running out in the street, and their times were still crazy. Dude,
1: so you know, I I posted a video on Instagram today of me training, right? And I've got your carpet, and I know how. You've told me in the past how many people hit you up about where do you get that? Where where what is that? Yeah, Home Depot. It's like uh, it's not rocket science here. It's it's carpet from a hardware store. The place Dude, where you go. Literally in the last couple hours since I posted that, the number of people who have been like what is that and where did you get it is just like off the walls ridiculous. <laughs> like people use some common sense. It's think Just think for a second, what am I pushing it on? What, what is the race on? Where would I get something like that? Think it might be the exact same carpet. It it literally might be yours. I've got something similar to that, but yours is a little bit thicker and it doesn't bunch up as you're actually pushing on it, which is great.
0: Yeah. And my concrete's a little bit rougher. So I think it, it, I didn't have to load it as heavy as, as you did. And you're just pushing it straight downhill and unloading all the weight, and then <laughs> looking, looking tough to push it back down. Yeah, my driveway's downhill. It is downhill. No, it's not. My what? last driveway was at the old house. This one's a little bit downhill, maybe. But I had to push it back. You didn't, though. I didn't see it. I just saw it went straight down. <laughs> <sighs> Look at all this weight,
1: thousand pounds. And I, I got the, uh, I bought the Saucony Sinisters too. I'm to
0: bring those. Do you have them? I think mean, They come in tomorrow. So I think those might be my high rock shoe. The shiz, shiz graphics. He had some on those on yesterday. He said they work great. I, uh, I brought the Hoka rocket X2 and I warmed up in them and they were feeling great on that car, on the concrete. And then I, I just went to push the sled in the actual tank zone just in case just to see, and they were slipping a little bit. And God like, dang, I dude. Do it. And I should have brought the endorphins. But I like the way the Rocket X feel better. And I just didn't bring the endorphins because of that. Like, how many fucking shoes am I going to bring? And um, So you wore the Rocket Xs? No, I took them off and put on the Hyperions. But what a freaking disappointment that is going from like an awesome race shoe and then just putting on like a regular one. I was like, oh, such a terrible sensation. Like imagine being like, I'm going to race in Spikes. I'm like, nah, never mind. I'm going to wear some. Wear my trainers. Shoes. Yeah. Yeah tough. So they weren't they weren't going to work. But I saw some endorphins out there, endorphin 3s. megiddo is wearing them. Uh, a lot of people were wearing them. Those were out there. And they have the same bottom as the Sinisters. So uh, Is it a, is it about we, the same? Yeah. yeah. You're going to like the Sinisters, I think.
1: Yeah. Cuz I don't need I don't like a super shoe, honestly.
0: Yeah, you're a little I'm more profile. Yeah. So your deck of Mile was Eighteen twelve, 12 It was the exact same time?
1: It was the exact same time, dude. But what? I will say it felt much faster. Which part? Like the whole thing. Like when I did eighteen twelve at Fit Fokker, the week after High Rocks Worlds, I felt fat, slow, and sluggish. Like that whole week I was just eating tons of food because I'd been watching my diet and like wasn't really training that much. And I just went out to just see what I could do. And this race, I felt springy. I felt poppy. Like all of my splits, like on the stations that I could actually measure it, like the row, my row was 141. My ski was 144. My bike was 43. Um, and then just even on things like lunges and box jumps and sit-ups, like you can just tell through repetition, like if you're, if your cadence is like at a good pace, like everything felt like it was moving much faster. And then I looked at my watch like late in the race. And I was like, huh? Like, I felt like I would be further into the event at like this point, And I wasn't. So I was a little bit shocked to get done and be like, Oh, that was only like an 1812. Cause it felt like an 18 or not 18. It felt like, like a mid 17 type effort is really yeah. what it felt like. And then I was talking to Luca afterwards and he said that he had almost two kilometers on his GPS watch so like
0: it's oh, hard. right but like because it picks up like it picks up your cake it can pick up like the dir- the range of motion on like the skier or like the row like it'll count that as distance sometimes
1: because i was thinking i'm like okay so there's 100 meters of tank and then there's 100 meters yeah. of farmers so then there's 200 right. meters not accounted for right you're up to 18 <sighs> right there could that be like i yeah i don't know so really you're they they did great like i'm i had a great time. Um But you're always at the mercy of these gyms. And that's why I'm just, I'm at the point now where I don't put too much stock into a lot of these times that people are running. Like some, sure, probably legit. Others, not legit. But it's like, yo, we'll see each other at the world championships. And the best man on that day will win the race. So as long as I'm in that
0: fast heat, like that's all I really care about. Come see me in that slow heat. You don't want that smoke. He's fucking smoke, dude. I will be 11th in that as well because they don't have Marcus in here. He's going to, he's going to, I'm going to get Wallace twice. Damn. But I think people do like, I think the, there was a large roll down last year. And I think a lot of these people are going to go age group. I was talking to VJ today and he's going to be right around 20th. I
1: think VJ honestly today was a mid 18 performance for him. He looked like he was like, going after it.
0: It like, and, and his metrics on the
1: machines were good i know i looked over he was he rode like 143 i think 142 143 and i was like okay well like clearly here i'm not going to pull away from him and then on the ski i think he was a little closer to to 150 but Mm -hmm. i think if you're if you're if you're rowing in the low 140s and your ski is
0: 150 or better you're in a you're in a good spot Mm -hmm. for sure and 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 his running, he seemed aggressive. Yeah, like when we did the like, he wasn't feeling well up in Fit Fokker, but he like didn't, he like kind of let me go right away, like, like kind of let me take the pace. He didn't do that for you. He's just like, I no. oh, don't mm-hmm. I'm taking this. It's no respect. They, uh there's two Brits ahead of him, so I don't know. If, I doubt they'll come over. Then there's guys like John Clark, who's who's a beast, but he's I would imagine would go age group. Um, maybe not. I don't know. I'm gonna get in this fast seat too. I'm just gonna complain. And just like, just do like
1: Megita did that one time. Like, just, get, yeah, I'm sort of d- ruffling some feathers. Yeah. Just ruffle some feathers, man. Yeah. I think that makes sense, but I'll be on the other side being like, no, don't let him in.
0: <laughs> you don't want that. Your goal is to not raise me all year. Um, well, dude, uh, I, I guess there's a chance
1: no, I don't think I'm going to be on the podcast next week unless you want to record Monday. But your boy gets back kind of late Sunday night from Dubai, and oh, Dubai!
0: Oh my God,
1: I- I'm a little get overwhelmed when I think about it. I'm like, oh yeah, on Wednesday I fucking travel across the world. Oh my God, you're doing Dubai! What time's that race? You know, so it'll go off at six twenty a.m. Mountain time. Oh, sick! Really? You're gonna get up, bro. You got up for me. I did. You better show out better than I did then. Yeah, I think it starts at four twenty PM Dubai time, which is ten hours ahead of Colorado. It was ten? I thought I was saying it was eleven. Um I think we we changed uh we went
0: we moved we our sprung, clocks. We sprung forward. And they didn't. They don't do that shit. So um okay, great. And no word still, who's going? No. are you gonna see? No. Yeah, there was definitely an an influencer type or two who've never done high rocks that are going to be over there on the women's end. We saw, like, we just saw some posts. Meg and I were like, kind of looking at, kicking it back (laughs) and forth. So there could be some, like, honestly, I'm gonna if 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 somebody
1: shows up who I know is legitimate, then I'm I'm willing to go as fast as I need to go. But if I show up and nobody's there, then we're just gonna we're just gonna have a good time. There's gonna be somebody. He's gonna have a good time. Ronkovic's not going, your boy. I don't think. No, nah, I don't think Did so. You hit him up. Ronkovic isn't a traveler for High Rocks races. It's, like he tends to just like show up at the meaningful ones. i mean, it's paying out.
0: It's, if they not pay their like, way.
1: it's not like a ton of. They would have already posted because part of the deal with us athletes getting invited was that we would help promote the event. And has um, anybody and, done that? Yeah, Lauren. they posted one with Lauren. Right. And like, a collab- like a collaboration. Uh-huh. Um, they did one with me. I think they did one with Michaela too. So if anyone else in the Elite 15 potentially is going, like, I would assume that a post would have to come out where they're
0: saying like, hey, I'm coming out because that's kind of like part of the deal. There's got to be a German, right? Maybe like, they'll bring would, uh, Tim. Go. Oh, you said Tim. Tim's still kind of nursing something, right? I assume so. I he mean, he was... commented on somebody's post, like, oh, I'm going to be in Chicago. I don't think I'm too far out of Chicago looking at that list. I think I might be like, because if, if we're thinking Hunter's not going to run, right? hmm. Tom Hogan's not going to run. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, and like Dylan actually falls. Do you think Jeffrey Voisson is going to go? Maybe. He came last year. You know, John Wynn came last year. All those guys John, came. John
1: Wynn's coming for you, dude. Wherever he's I'm waiting
0: at. He's waiting for you in Madrid. See, wherever I'm at, John Wynn's going to be at. <laughs> It'll be fun. Good. That's your because boy, like, dude. That's I mean, your that's, boy. I'm glad. I'm glad because I, I got to race somebody. I haven't freaking raced anybody. I race freaking you. And that's all I freaking raced in the High Rocks last year. And an Austin. But I haven't raced anybody. Get me out there. So you got Dubai. We're expecting 55 seconds. Sled it's put. a
1: three-lap course.
0: Nice. That's not too bad.
1: No, it's not bad at all. I was I was definitely a little bit concerned about that. Like three on the nose? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like cool. just, actually, I think it's just shy. So like you go out of the out arch, and the in arch is just before the out arch. Okay. So nice. it's like two and nine-tenths or something some, like that. They got some CrossFitters over there. They have like good... They see do. The I community. bet we'll see some some high-level CrossFitters. Maybe that's out what we are going to try to
0: do. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who who would come over, but...
1: I have no idea really kind of where my fitness is for High Rocks, though, right now. I think it. I think I'm think i fine. How does that work out today? I mean, it was good. It was more just like testing my muscular endurance. I think cardiovascular-wise, I'm... I'm fine. Like I'll be able to deal with 60 minutes of work, uh-huh. no problem. But it's like, well, my is my body gonna hold up? So today was like good. Nice. I think I'm gonna be fine.
0: Yeah, right. sweet. And like, yeah, everything's gonna be short and easy. So it'll be great. So yeah, I'll probably I'll probably put out a solo podcast on on that kind of concept we were talking about to put out on Monday. I'm gonna go grab Meg and have have doubles champs. But Meg's gonna have every record. What is like? She's missing Female, Doubles, Hot, Decca, Coed, Hirox, and Decca Strong. Hey, Meg's our girl, but
1: she's going to have to start racking up some, some titles. She'll get there, dude. Titles. She was a, she was a rookie. We want to see a, titles. She's a rookie last year. Just wait. That's how we roll. That's how you, me, and her roll. It's titles or bust. She's got the deck a mile. She does have the deck a mile. The deck a mile. And let's be honest, she's going to get a couple more this year.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would I would be willing to bet that. All right. Let's 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 get this rolling. Let's get this wrapped up. We'll see you in a couple minutes. For yeah, do we have a draft. The boys got the first pick. I know. I was hoping I was going to get that from you, but it wasn't. England. You got to buy like our football tickets, I think, too, bro. Uh, we'll have to look back and see about that. What's that? When do they come to town? It's not it's not in the winter, right? It's in this it's early. I think it's I think it's the 23rd of September. Oh wow, it's like week 2 or 3. Mhm. That game's gonna suck. Both those teams are gonna be terrible. Dude, we went 3 and 0 in the preseason, bro. Damn, dude. Sam how's that guy? He's that guy. The you know, Baltimore
1: Ravens have went we 24 and 0 in the preseason, dating back like 7 years. They've never <laughs> lost and we beat them in, in Dang, the preseason man. let's go that's a big dub here. dude that's a big dub is defense gonna be good I think the defense our O-line is just gonna be the biggest question
0: Jahan Dodson's from uh, the town to State week, dude yeah he went, he went to, Penn to Penn State. State he's from uh, Nazareth PA which is kinda like where uh, Blue Mountain is for Palmerton it's like the next town from there and for me Yo, it's getting dark it's getting dark on me dude I gotta roll alright here we go we're out oh it's, it's gonna hit Let's let this music fade us out of Dear, here. I'm Checking God. out. My name is Rich Ryan. No Ryan Kent. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Send us to a friend if you like it, and we'll talk to you next week. Word up.